recording. That's a real song, huh? Yeah. yeah. This is the real song. It's not what he did. What's the guy's name? His like one man show. Damien something. That's not helpful to our listeners. You went on a YouTube binge and you can't even remember. This is probably playing underneath our intro music and it probably sounds like crap. Damien Robitaille? Robitali? Robit- I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Make my day. <laughs> oh, wow. Make my day. Wait my day. What? Wait my day. Wait my day. Wait my day. Back it up. All right, no. Back it up. Macro All right. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to, with that being said, a Rue Fitness podcast. I haven't had enough coffee for that. (laughs) Feeling good this afternoon after being up. At 4.30 a.m. Uh, Emily. Yeah, what? this is how I woke up. Did oh, you hear yeah. the story? I heard this story. What is the first Bradley's thing Bradley's alarm goes off. I made a request that he pick a less uh, aggressive ringtone for his alarm. Oh, my gosh. It's like meh, 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 at 4 o'clock in the morning. No, it's not. Y- yes, it is. It's not that bad. Mine like plays a beautiful little song, and it like gets louder as it goes. The big thing is the increase in volume. Okay, but his alarm goes <sighs> off, abrupt. and he like didn't uh. know where he was and just like smacks me in the face the very first thing apparently you thought you were facing the other direction (laughs) it was hard enough that my knuckles hurt this morning we recently switched sides of the bed that's right so he is very unaware of where he is at night it's true (laughs) it's true so anyway good morning to me so Um, i need this coffee too i got smacked in the face at 4 30 in the morning well you got up and did stuff right yeah you did yeah i had to get both kids off to school by myself Wow. Oh, wow. So you know what it's Pat like now. Now you know what it's Stop. like. Stop. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that being said. With that being said, uh, <laughs> I am Bradley Schneller, uh, the mayor of Rueville for the time being. <laughs> For the time being, what's that about? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so we also with us the, the COO of Rue Fitness and director. 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 <laughs> director of Stacked Coaching, Miss Emily Schneller. Uh, and we have with us the Alvin Kamara of everything at Ruin Stacked, Miss Sarah Altabello. It me. I didn't say Taysom Hill. No, you didn't. I, thank you. You're welcome. I like the awesome running back situation. Also, also you complete a lot of the passes you throw. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Taysom, you a boss, Shots brother. You're a boss. You're a boss. You just... Completion percentage isn't that high. So, love you, though. If you ever want to come on the podcast, talk about your nutrition, because <laughs> you do sure look jacked AF, so I'll say that. Um, we'll get our people on it. Anyway. What are we we'll talking about today, talk Bradley? To what are you talking about today? So, this is why we decided to talk about this, is I had a minor meltdown. <laughs> Would you say minor, or was it major? So... Uh, another morning, not this morning when I got not hit this in the morning. face. Another morning, we were getting the kids ready for school, and that's always kind of a stressful time when you have a three-year-old who's very particular over what she wears and like throws herself on the floor if you put the wrong barrette in her hair. It's true. Uh, <laughs> it's true. But Bradley was real grumpy one morning and just like short with everybody. And if Brennan didn't put his shoes on quickly enough, he was like, Rah! just like grumpy, <laughs> right? 
So he leaves to take Brennan to <laughs> major, school. Major meltdown. He leaves to take Brennan to school. And I get a text and he's like, I'm sorry, I was so grumpy. I'm really upset about my weight this morning. That was the text message that I got. So there it is. So everybody piggybacking <laughs> off of this. I mean, at least you got there quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah it no, happened. It was, you got in the car. You, you separated got the text yourself. Yeah. yeah. It was like right after you left. You recognized that you were grumpy. You recognized that you needed to apologize. You recognized why. And yeah. we went from there. And everything was fine. So if you didn't listen to the male body dysmorphia <laughs> episode, go listen to that. But <laughs> that gives you even more context. Right. Like it's, yeah. this doesn't go away, you know, despite the fact that we are all nutrition coaches here in this room, um, despite the fact that we've been doing this for a long time, when the scale does something you were not expecting it to do, it kind of jacks with your head some. So. Oh, and even to give more context to the story, do you remember what happened that night? The morning you were grumpy, do you remember what happened oh, that night? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, so tell the listeners. You so. Okay, so. This is new information for me. Our I son gets pretty regular nightmares slash nosebleeds in the middle of the night. It's very odd. Um, I've talked to his doctor. There is no major concern, but it happens, okay? So Brennan wakes up in the morning, I mean, in the middle of the night, and he his bedroom is upstairs, and we sleep downstairs in the master. So he runs down the stairs, trips on the stairs, and falls, and is, like, screaming bloody murder at two in the morning. Yeah, I didn't know what happened. Yeah, and so that wakes our daughter up, and then everybody's up, Okay. Um, and Bradley ended up sleeping with Vivian upstairs while I comforted Brennan. And forehead to forehead. It was pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and slept downstairs. Okay. So our, everybody's night of sleep was shit. not great. Okay. Um, Total shit. And then he weighs himself in the morning, every single morning, which is a good habit to get into when you are super dialed in with your nutrition. It's something that we ask our clients to do when they're, um, getting into the more advanced stages of what we do with coaching and nutrition. Um, and so he weighed himself that morning and freaked out. Okay. That gives even more context. Well, if I, if I'm to bring it up, actually, okay. (laughs) it, It was an ongoing thing since the Saturday morning after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, the context is uh, November 3rd, I was at 173.4 pounds, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and by November 17th, let me check to make sure. Yes. No. November 19th, I got all the way down to 167.3 and maintained there for a while. Uh, and then... On November 30th, uh, so actually November 29th to November 30th, I went from 169.8 to 171.5, which is not a big deal. Okay, so let's talk about what was happening in your brain. Why did you freak out? What was the story you were telling yourself? The story I was telling myself is this is it. I'm going back to where I was. I'm going to lose everything Mm -hmm. that I have gained until now, Yeah, which is stupid. Okay. It's, Mo- it's irrational. It's, it's not yeah. stupid. It's irrational. Uh, mostly because I had a pretty consecutive trend of going down every single day, which is also like in, in hindsight, um, irrational to think that that was just going to happen forever, especially with the fact that I'm eating right. 2,500 calories a day, mm-hmm. you know? So it's pretty nuts to think, what am I going to be 125 pounds? And, and <laughs> right. right. And, 
and something <laughs> 40 days like that's something stupid. we've started telling clients is like when they get into the more advanced stages weighing themselves every day because week to week we might not see a big difference but we're trying to see the overall trend right yeah so you don't want to see snapshots it's very valuable information for us when we're recommending specific targets for people to look at the trend and the averages and not just what happens day to day because day to day you should expect to see yourself fluctuate and we'll go into all of the reasons why in just a minute um but I think that it's a really common thing response that people have is, oh my gosh, I've been putting in all of this work and they suddenly see a jump in the scale. And sometimes it's like four pounds overnight and they're like, oh my God. And then they feel like all of their work is for nothing and they want to stop weighing themselves. They want to stop the plan. They want to stop everything because everything is for nothing. And it's funny. We've talked about this specifically in terms of fitness and like, you just have to show up and give it your best every day, but that's different every day because of all of the other circumstances in your life. And the same is true, like with nutrition. Yeah. And, and if I look back, and, and this is what's really silly, is if I actually look back, because I, again, we talked about how I weigh myself every day, and I've been doing it for about 60 days now, um, every day. And if I look back, quite often I have days where I jump two pounds. Yeah. I jump three pounds and then I jump back down. Yep. And for some reason, I ignored all of that yeah. in my head. I didn't go back and look at all these data points yeah. I had, which was one of the good reasons to weigh yourself daily is you can see these data points, right? right? What were you going to say? Yeah, let's talk about that because I say this a lot, but what I used to do, so for people that don't know my story, like I am a recovering CPA. I used to be a financial analyst for a Fortune 250 company. That used to be my job is looking at data, trying to spot patterns, trying to recommend decisions for the people, the higher ups to make on the business. And... That's still what I'm doing. I'm still looking at data. That's why when we talk to people about what stacked coaching is, the clients, the people that we are working with, they're playing data collector. And the coach is like, okay, let's look at everything. Big picture. Let's tell a story behind it. Let's try to pick out the bright spots and the things that people struggled with and help them make it a little bit better each week. But it's still exactly what we do, even with numbers. And that's why weighing yourself every day, um, being consistent with your targets and logging everything, um, being consistent with even logging your habits and seeing that trend over time. Let's let's talk about those data points because I track a lot of things. I track uh, not only all of my macros and my weight every day, but I track sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm tracking, I have a general idea of how much water intake I have. and then notes about my day and things like that. That's in my tracker as well. Uh, stress. So stress. stress. So here's where the freak out really happened. It didn't happen that j- day when I jumped two pounds. The next day, I jumped another pound. And, I'm, and that was the minor freak out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the day after, I jumped again up. So three days in a row. And that was kind of like, well, fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is this is a little because you know what you have been doing on the food right. intake part, and that which part was has been my macros were on point, point and my calories exact. were on point, exact to the T. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, I actually tracked 
weighed all my food for Thanksgiving. Alcohol Including intake. Including the pumpkin cheesecake that I made. I made all. Emily create a recipe in my <laughs> fitness pal and she weighed every single ingredient that yeah. went into her pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah, and I would even venture to say that after that second day, your stress was a little elevated. You were more aware. You were like, that's two days in a row. It's two days and in a row. The and then the third day, day happened. And, and it you was were four already like teetering on the brink of being like upset about it. Right. And it went up again. And suddenly it was like, well, shit, this is exactly what I predicted. Like, yeah. Now. So thinking back on what happened leading up to that, what are some things that you think were driving that increase in weight? Yeah, well, because it wasn't your food intake it, that there, remained a, the same. There was a lot of things. Okay, the first one, um, I have been like the most stressed out I have ever been over the last three weeks. Okay, uh, home stress, work stress. We had a couple of coaches mm-hmm. get COVID. Okay, which completely flipped stretched thin. Yeah, yeah, we were already stretched thin. It completely flipped the schedule out, and then all of a sudden. The three of us are running around like our chickens with our head cut off, you know, um, combined with a bunch of other stuff that I was already dealing with. Okay? And I mean, let's just also mention that we finally got all of our coaches back and we randomly had to shut down because of plumbing issues. <laughs> yeah. Like, just 2020, y'all. Not control. It was stuff yeah. that was 100% out of our direct control. Yeah. Um, so I had that. Stress was, for me, at an all-time high about three weeks in a row, okay? Uh, I couple that with the kids have been wonky with their sleep and... Thanks, Daylight Saving. Yeah. <laughs> Which with, means you have been wonky with wait, I've sleep. been wonky with my sleep and then I haven't been helping matters because uh, anyone who knows me, shout out to Janet Jackson, uh, you know that I am super into the NBA and <laughs> I love NBA free agency You're and NBA free agency yourself. is like a wacky ride where I'm trying to look up signings at like 11 p.m. Emily knows this. Like I, like I, I've been trying to really get rid of my phone, but with NBA free agency, it was like <laughs> Twitter. I got a sore thumb from scrolling on Twitter. Okay, uh, so that happened, and then we started a new show, um, and we've been staying up a little later <laughs> for that. And it's just been kind of a shit show of epic proportions for my normal routine. Yeah. On top of that, okay, even though. Even though I have been on point with my macros and on point with my calories, I have been eating things that I don't normally eat. Yeah, that's what I was going to say Okay, (laughs) So I had the pumpkin cheesecake Thanksgiving, the day after, the day after that, the day after that. Because it was delicious. Now, now people might think that's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy, but... I accounted for all calories. I accounted for all fat grams and all carbs. We're all out loaded. Fifty grams of cheesecake, cheesecake and that was it. That's that what was I had. It. You know, made it in a little like snack cup. <laughs> I did. That's true. Um, and so it's something that I don't normally eat. Yeah. I don't normally eat that high levels of sugar mm-hmm. um, or Teddy grams. So the crust was Teddy grams. The crust was Teddy grams. I awesome. bought I bought ginger snap cookies to make the crust with because that's what the recipe called for. And we tried them. We we're like, these are disgusting. So I'm like, what else can I make a crust with? Brought out the Teddy grams. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I think part of what happened is right around this time, all this thing's coming together. Like my stress level was coming back down. Okay. Um, and I was kind of getting over all that stuff. But now it's time for my body to heal. 
yeah. right? Like heal itself mm-hmm. uh, mentally, physically, because I have been taxed out of the wazoo. Um, and a, whether you're doing a stressful workout, um, something that you don't normally do, or if you injure yourself, or if you were just mentally and physically taxed from stress, uh, your body will retain water. It'll create water retention in order to protect yourself, um, which is fluid gain. So yeah, weight gain. the yeah. point of that is we know that you are not fatter right? because you have been tracking your calories and you know, fat loss, you need to be in a caloric deficit. You have maintained that, right? Yes. Um, so we know because we can look to the data that you may be heavier, but that doesn't mean that you have more fat. Correct. And it's hard because we you're using the scale as a data point, but we, I mean, we've fought, and I think this goes back to like the episode last week on body dysmorphia and in general, talking to some other people today, um, we've based so much of our self-value on what the scale says. And even to this day, we have some, I consider archaic ways of like saying whether people are healthy or not. Like BMI is a perfect example. And like your job, your health insurance, things are affected by this number that's takes does not take into account your visceral fat your muscle mass like you could have like well, here's someone some... really short got a ton of muscle on them and they might get screwed by insurance because their weight is high and their it puts their bmi well, here's the funny thing is two of those three days not all of them but two of those three days because if you listen to last week's episode i my routine is i get up before anybody okay i go to the bathroom i get naked i weigh myself i turn all the lights on and I look at everything. That's what I do, okay? Every single morning. In two of those three mornings, I thought I looked pretty fucking jacked. And what happened after you got on the scale? Well, so, so that, that was, was after you got on the yeah, scale? Yeah, yeah. So looked- later in the day, yeah. I felt jacked. But I knew I looked jacked in that, mo- that morning. But because I looked at the scale first, it totally warped how I was viewing myself mm-hmm. in the mirror. It was so bizarre where like I like felt lean, but I'm like, the scale says you're not. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> the scale says you're not. What stress in your head can do to you. So I remember the first time we did beach brawl, went in, and I didn't know some tricks now I would know with a competition, like trying to eat the way you're going, like eating normally, normally that day and <laughs> right. all of those things. So the day of the People competition. People tend to not eat during competitions. I felt funky. I felt bloated. I felt gross. And then I created this preconceived notion that that's just how competition day was. And so, like, I remember Raging Games. I was super freaking lean going into that. And that morning, I realized it was just stress, but I made sure I had everything. I had all my food packed to a T. But I had set myself up the night before for being like, you are going to wake up and feel like trash garbage. And mm. I did. So, yeah, of I course totally you did. Yeah. Did. yeah. Um, the other point that I wanted to make about what you said, you know, the scale is saying one thing and looking in the mirror, you're thinking another thing. That's why part of the data collection process at Stacked Coaching is taking photos. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of clients don't want to do it, but we implore them too because. It, oh my gosh. It's, it's, so, yeah, it's valuable. so important. Uh, also, like the pictures tell a different story than what you might tell yourself in the mirror. Yeah. You know, because you're going to give your coach the chance to look at it. And I did this with a client the other day. Um, They were, they put in their tracker how they felt bloated, which 
could be true. Yeah. It could be very true, okay? But they felt like they were disappointed because the scale wasn't moving that much. And I, and I, and I said, okay, okay. And I took their beginning photos and then their photos that week, and I made a collage. And I pointed out, look, here, 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 and here. Yeah. It's obvious. And they were like, oh, shit, it is. And so for that person, those pictures were so valuable so that they could see their progress despite the scale might not saying exactly what that progress was. It's really hard to feel change when you're part of the system that is changing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you see yourself every day, so you might not even realize all of the changes that are happening until you compare those photos and you're like, oh, like even if the scale hasn't moved a whole lot, you can compare those photos and see body composition changes. I mean, we all that you've always heard that like, you know, maybe family you see infrequently or friends, they're the first to notice change. Yeah. Then it's the people you see every day, maybe your spouse, your partner, your coworkers that you're with day in and day out. And you are the last one to see it. Yeah, 100%. Um, and we've, we've talked about like collecting data, but that's why we have so many data points for you to collect all the time because they show different things. And you can get an overall trend from tracking everything and not just one thing. Part of, I, I want to say this though, because like, when this happened and we decided to do a podcast on this and we started really diving into the scale and, and the three of us discussing it and, and looking up more information, um, I have clients that will come to me and they are disappointed in their scale, okay? Um, and at the same time, you look at their workout logs and they've worked out like 7, 12, 15, 18 days in a row without a rest day, okay? Mm -hmm. So when you do the type of workouts that we do, and I don't mean like going for a jog or walking in the park, but CrossFit style functional fitness workouts, and you do not give your, your body a chance to rest, it's basically like you're slamming your body into a wall every day, okay? <laughs> um, and your body needs to protect itself. So in order to protect itself, it's like we talked about before, it automatically retains water, creates water retention. Well, water airbags. Water airbags, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> it's trying to protect your body from injury. Injury. That's what working out is. And um. so you become <laughs> bloated, and then you're like, well, fuck, I need to work out because I'm heavy and I don't look, I'm bloated. And it's like, no, well, just fucking take a rest day. Just <laughs> well, take a rest day. It's Just take a rest day. We've talked about like, so we say like exercise is a good stress, but exercise within reason is a good stress. You yes. can make it a bad stress. Um, there's Y'all would actually really like um, this guy named Ed Haynes. Um, his brother was like, the first CrossFitter from Hong Kong to go to the games a couple years ago. Ed has like a huge online community and started a podcast. And he's been very honest. He got a whoop and he kind of tuned out, but he <laughs> saw, he was like, I felt bad. And his recovery for like two weeks, he couldn't get it in the green. So he took two weeks off of training and just like walked and oh, ran. Oh, interesting. And it and went in the green? in that, not only did it go back in the green, his energy levels went up, his body composition improved. Wow. And he wasn't lifting weights. Yeah. But how it about showed that? like how much he had done to his body <clears throat> and like, I, I tell people to reframe rest days as growth days because literally what you are doing that. when you are working out is tearing your muscles to shreds, okay? And if you don't 
have a rest day, you won't you won't recover and you're you won't give your muscles the ability to rebuild and you will be spinning in circles. But that's also why the programming at Rue is what it is. Um, and there are days where there's no barbell. There are days where there's no heavy lifting and people get fucking disappointed. They get disappointed. Well, I want to lift heavy. I want to lift heavy. Well, Watch my coffee. Oh, sorry. I'll clean it up. But I'm like, guess what? You can't do that every day. You can't do it every day. No. You can't do it every day. Um, you you got to be able to chill. All right. And so take a rest day, do a little endurance workout, come get on the rower for 30 minutes, uh, but calm yourself. Okay. So I just want to recap things that cause short-term weight gain that's probably water retention and not fat gain, right? Lack of sleep. Lack of sleep. Huge. Check. Intense training without rest days. Check. What? Food intolerances. Eating wacky foods. Yeah. <laughs> Or not even wacky food. Plagiarism. <laughs> Plagiarism. Oh, no. I've said it a million times, the 800-gram challenge. I didn't realize I was sensitive to nightshade vegetables, and I was eating too many of them. So my water weight went way, way up, and I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? I'm eating so many nutrients. I'm eating so many veggies, but I'm gaining weight. I'm sensitive to pumpkin cheesecake. <laughs> Bless your heart. Stress? Stress. Big one. And it's kind of a vicious cycle because if you're freaking out because the number on the scale is getting you're bigger. You're just increasing your stress. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Eating later in the day. Oh, yeah. We forgot about this. Slash fiber slash higher salt. Um, you know, eating later in the day, you could just be full of poop and you just need to poop Yeah. Out. So I, I, yeah. I was thinking about this because. You know, my routine is, and we tell everybody to go to the bathroom before they weigh themselves, right? Um, and I was thinking about this because I'm like, man, you know, everybody talks about pooping before they get on the scale, but like... You don't poop in the morning. I don't poop in the morning. Like, I just can't. <laughs> like, I, I, not until a certain time. Right. And so I realized all these fuckers get to sleep late. That's what it is. Oh. Yeah. They're I'm up at the up ass crack of dawn with a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. in the face... <laughs> My kid got up at 5.30 the other day, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this is my time. I get up early so I don't have you little goblins running around the house. Um, fiber is also another big Oh, if you one. eat too late. Oh, yeah. If, if you, you eat, eat too late, late yeah. then that poo is, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's in gastric something. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, it's still in the process of. You're still digesting. Yeah, yeah. you're still digesting it. You're and full it's of still th in there. Three pounds of poop. Yeah. Right. Um, fiber, too. Um, fiber is essentially a pass-through nutrient so you are it bulks stool um so if you eat something with a lot of fiber the day before that can cause temporary weight gain if you have a toto toilet you should go on a low fiber diet <laughs> and oh. use not a heavy paper the we flushing mechanism on the toilet toto toilet Bradley is not amazing <laughs> okay i just switched to a kohler in our guest bath i'd like to switch all the toilets but you know Okay. Well, after our trip, Ryan wants a bidet. So. Oh, I love a bidet. Bidets are fantastic. <laughs> he wants one so bad. I'm getting ads for bidets all the time right now. Nice. Um, Fucking Google. <laughs> the other thing that I just wanted to mention is it takes some time for that excess water retention to get out of your system. So it's not necessarily just a one and 
done about two weeks right yeah between seven and ten days it will take for that water to to leave your system but here's the cool thing water retention and fat loss are two separate systems okay so what tends to happen is people step on the scale they see the number increase they freak out they say this whole diet is full of crap or this whole way of eating (laughs) is full of crap what this whole diet's full of crap. Ah! <laughs> this isn't working. You know, I'm sticking to the plan and it's not working. So screw it. I'm going to eat a bunch of candy or whatever it is. Okay. They don't stick to the plan. But if you stick to the plan and you have your whole data process super dialed in, regardless of what the scale says, when that water does flush out of your system, you will maintain a fat loss stage because you will know that you are in a caloric deficit because you are maintaining that with your calories. And then when that water leaves, you end up losing lots of weight very like fast. that. I love it. Okay. I love it. Boom. So I have a question. The whole, Let's hear it. The whole goal here is to build scale resilience, right? What does resilience mean? Bradley, what does resilience mean? <laughs> the ability to bounce back from difficult situations quickly. Okay, so Bradley. Elasticity. Bradley, if you had a client that was freaking out because of a temporary increase on the scale, knowing what you know now, what would you tell them to do? What would you, how would you help build their scale resilience? So they stick to the plan regardless of what the scale is saying. Uh, well, we'd look at the data points first. Okay. That's the very first thing. And, and I would show them what has happened in the past, um, is also a good indicator for the future as well as looking at the trends. Um, I normally, not that my story is, uh, a, a good, you know, predictor for other people. Um, however, if I'm experiencing it and I'm doing it, then a lot of other people can. And, and so normally that gives comfort Yeah. Um, as well. Like it recently did. I've talked to a couple of stack clients yeah. based off of this. But it doesn't mean to change the plan. No, like the I plan had a client no, recently no. step on the scale. She was concerned about the, the number. And she asked, well, can I go back to weekly weigh-ins? Because seeing the number every single day is messing with my ability to celebrate my small wins in other areas and I really encourage her to continue the process of weighing herself every day because I don't want to make recommendations on targets based on feel right I want to have data right that tells me how to make an informed decision on her behalf like how to incur you know what I mean and without that data I cannot do my job the way that I need to and I want to say something about that because I I actually I don't know about you guys but me I earlier than most probably switch people to daily weigh-ins okay um because I see the value in it and, and exactly what we're talking about and so what I'll see is a lot of times if you look at our clients' trackers, if you have a check-in on a Monday or a Tuesday and that's their weigh-in day, mm-hmm. they're going to get pretty disappointed on Monday, Tuesday if they are not consistent through the weekend. Yeah. So if you have daily weigh-ins, then you can see weight down, 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 shit show, shit show, <laughs> weight up. And they're like, well, I don't know what happened. And I'm like, well, fucking look. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty clear in the tracker. 
Yeah, right? I can see exactly what happened. So that's why I really encourage daily I did the same thing logs. with this particular client. Um, she was trending down, but her sleep was like the best it's ever been. And then the sleep got crappy again and the weight went back up. And I was like, without that daily snapshot, right. I cannot spot that pattern. Yeah. And I mean, I, I had a client over Thanksgiving go up maybe half a pound. Yeah. But when we looked at her log, even though, like you, everything worked into her macros perfectly, it yeah. was not the nutrients right. she was usually eating. Yeah. It's and pumpkin then cheesecake. Because <laughs> she she had kind of preset herself up a little bit, right? So she was like, it worked. It's not what I normally eat, but I made it work. Oh, God, I hope this scale doesn't go up. And now you've created stress. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the other is. thing, and I'm trying to end this podcast, but shit keeps popping up. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> um, it's good information. This happened to me a few weeks ago, kind of before like I hit the 160s, um, where I was kind of stuck at a low 170 number and it bounced around a lot. And one of the recommendations you had for me was what? Do you remember? Oh, your salt intake? Yeah, my sodium Bradley intake. Bradley was over-salting everything. My sodium <laughs> intake was through the roof. Yeah. Um, and that causes water retention big time uh and so that was kind of something that i dealt with and i've Probably actually got these like fancy volcanic salts and he's like doing finishing salts like fancy bougie stuff i'm like yeah you are just knock off the salt a little bit i've noticed also <laughs> for me my sugar intake even though it's mostly from natural sources if i can keep it lower a little lower mm -hmm. i just feel a lot better i have well, a lot more energy there's there's a reason why it's called carbohydrates right yeah. there is water molecules associated with carbohydrates so uh yeah that can absolutely help make you gain water awesome so Neat. Build that scale resilience, y'all. And I encourage people to think of it as a data point and ask yourself, what could this be telling me rather than, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. This plan isn't working. Well, <laughs> you know? and, and like you said in the beginning, getting on the scale, it's going to be really, really hard. I think for most of us as adults to like, if we get on the scale and see it go up, um, for most of us, we've spent most of our life thinking that's a really negative thing. So I'm not going to say like I can take that thought away from you, but hopefully you can have tools. And like you asked Bradley in the beginning, what is the story that, that you told, told yourself because yeah. of this number going up versus what is actually going on? Yes. Right. What is the real story? I love that. And so like seeing that thought, because it's probably going to keep coming up. It's fine. That's normal. It's happening for all of us. Yes. But can you from there have the awareness to go, okay, what's the story? What's the truth? Yep. A hundred percent. That's amazing. So, um, all right. For those of you looking for a place to work out, check us out. Roof Fitness. We do encourage rest days here and <laughs> mixed modal programming. So you're not just running yourself into a brick wall every day. Um, and if you were looking for something to put you over the top or really the foundation, the foundation, let's switch that roof fitness should be the thing that puts you over the top. The foundation is stacked coaching. You can go to stackedcoaching.com. Schedule a free consultation to learn more about like, our fancy schmancy free dollars. Pro free dollars. Um, and please like, share, subscribe, five star ratings. Only nice words. Only nice words. We appreciate 
all the accolades you want to throw our way. Side note, I was reading the reviews on Apple today, and they're really nice. Oh, we oh I need to do that. We should read that. So we'll end with this. Uh, Damien. Oh. What's his name again? Rebel. Ra- Rabbi. Oh. Re- Red, we'll post it in the in the notes, but here we go. I don't know how to. <laughs> it's just a little pump up the jam on the piano with a kick one man drum. show, one man band, y'all. All right, y'all. I wish I had this. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.